Welcome, everyone, to the Luke Cage podcast by Fantastic Geek. My name is Matt. Joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. Sweet Christmas, Matt. I can't believe it is early August. We are looking at the dropping of the entire season of Luke Cage, exclusive to Netflix, at the very end of September. I've seen a number of episodes, and my excitement for this series is at an all-time high. Well, Pete, now is the time to start to get excited. Uh, we're discussing some of the some of the fallout and uh, buzz coming out of San Diego Comic Con, that other convention. Uh, I guess first, Pete, first reactions to that uh, San Diego Comic Con trailer. It was uh, it was high energy. It was exciting, and uh, only uh, only made me wish it was the end of September more. I think that the music, and we're going to talk a lot about um, music today in uh, in this episode. I, I think that really sets the tone and uh, immediately differentiates this series from the two other Marvel Netflix shows that have come before, and Jessica Jones and the two seasons of Daredevil that we've gotten thus far. I love the selection, you know, with the. Uh, old dirty bastard here and uh it it is raw it it is this authentic experience that we're gonna get yeah it's the superhero stuff but it's the superhero story wrapped in an urban setting which i think in 2016 is a, a story worth telling absolutely i mean that that word authentic that's 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 kind of where we're at, you know. We're we've we've been there, done that with, uh, with uh, I don't know the the Leave It to Beaver kind of uh, kind of origin of so much TV, and, and now that we're getting into uh, to you know more authentic reflections of, of our society and TV, nay, our superheroes. It's uh, certainly an exciting time to be watching TV, and uh, oh yeah, podcasting it. Well, Pete, next on the list here, uh, the the uh, Marvel Netflix Luke Cage panel at San Diego Comic Con. Uh, who was the first one to come out after, of course, Jeff Loeb, the the the, the epicenter of it all? Pete, it was John Berthal, that uh, actor, of course, of Punisher fame from Daredevil. Pete, without you being spoilery, and for new <laughs> listeners, you know, spoiler Pete can wield a heavy sword, but. I, I, I try and keep it spoiler-free. Pete, what can we read into the fact that the Punisher was at the Luke Cage panel? You can read into that that he is getting his own Marvel Netflix exclusive show at some point in this slate, this spate of content coming from Netflix over probably the next 18 months. Certainly exciting, and I know that many people, myself included, that are looking forward to to more seasons of the existing shows, and looking forward to the Defenders, and looking forward to Iron Fist, and can't wait for Luke Cage, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Little slight concern of the the different seasons that are in the horizon, and and fitting all of that into the schedule. I think in a perfect world we could get you know a new a new Marvel show every three months. Now does that? work for netflix's advantage i suspect probably not because they're in the you know monthly renewal business and 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 it probably works against them to be to be feeding everybody the red meat every month but uh anyhow i guess uh, time will tell on that 
Pete, also at the uh, at the panel, Mahershala Ali was introduced by Jeff Loeb as the other hero, which uh, took some people by surprise since uh, he's kind of the villain of this season. Yeah, and I think here in Ali, they've got a very strong um, foil to um, Mike Holter as Luke Cage, and they're they're going to play around with that. Uh, they're going to play around with the relationship between the two characters and the the banter, particularly early on, is really, really good. Uh, certainly fans of, uh, I mean, ranging from the Hunger Games all the way to, to House of Cards will recognize Mahershala Ali. And I think he's just such a great choice. His his energy and his personality on screen, I think, is going to going to go nicely with and contrast nicely with that of uh, Mike Coulter's Luke Cage. Pete, moving on, let me share a, uh, a quote with you, with our listeners, from showrunner Chio Hodari Coker, uh, talking, of course, about the Luke Cage series. Uh, he says, um, he says, and that's really the kind of thing that's cool with the Defenders, the fact that you have these individual series that are establishing the personalities and characters, but then you bring them together like it's Wu-Tang, like it's Voltron. They all come together in an exciting way that's, like, dynamic and very exciting. Your thoughts, Pete? The use of the Wu-Tang here, um, yeah, you've got Old Dirty Bastard in the trailer. Here they're citing that as uh, a, a reference point, as as something they're looking to emulate this, you know, down and dirty, uh, funky rap group that, you know, has this eclectic, following to the point where the the one pharma bro bought the million dollar record that is their latest album and that's how you're supposed to listen to it you're you have to own the record or you know be able to listen to who who owns it um there are a lot worse places to to go for that kind of reference and it's the feel there yeah this this dirty gritty, which is really not different from what we've seen with the other shows. But, you know, when, when we talk about Harlem, I think we talk about Harlem as a character in the same way that we do with hell's kitchen as uh, daredevil. And um, that's, you know, the, this coming together, the, the, the Voltron uh, line there. Yeah. It, it, it takes a village, Matt, even for superheroes. Well, I know Jeff Loeb had a quote uh, that I don't have in front of me, but he had a quote at, at uh, San Diego Comic-Con basically saying, uh, <laughs> well, first of all, he said, you know, people always say to me it's all connected. And I was like, well, hold on. I've heard Jeff Loeb say it more than, than I think you and I have ever said it. Um, yeah. But I digress. Uh, he was saying how it's all connected and and how sometimes people are looking to push that a little bit too far where everything is connected to everything else. Uh, but he went on to say how with the four characters of the of the defenders, it's actually five characters. It's the four people and New York. So I like this idea that 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 as you get these different personalities or these different neighborhoods or these different slices of life, uh, whether it's minority point of view, female point of view, it's better in the case of Matt Murdock. I like that there's kind of a familiarity with um 
the city that's running running uh, underneath it all. And I don't mean kind of the literal New York as much as the 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 spiritual New York just kind of being a being a backbone to to it all. So exciting times. Well, we've just seen the Marvel New York expand so much obviously in the three seasons of content we've gotten uh through netflix with two for daredevil and and one in between for jessica jones and this pulls that back so much more and it's going to be amazing to look back when all is said and done and and just see how this world which we occupy at the same time with, you know, these, these strange events that they throw in there and these uh, interesting characters and tropes uh, really kind of meshes. There is early buzz uh, about the character of Misty Knight, uh, who was an old comics character, a powerful black female, even before Storm was created. Uh, in Luke Cage, she's played by Simone Missick, and uh, she has this to say about the character. Uh, Misty is a person who has a very strong moral compass, who is absolutely dedicated to protecting her community, and I don't think you see that a lot on TV. So that was, I think, the proudest moment to be a person who believes in the system, even though, uh, and you look at our current times, it's difficult to believe in the system. The proudest moment was to play someone completely different from anyone we've ever seen before. Your thoughts, Pete? I think that Misty Knight is going to be a character that people are going to get super excited about um, because she really hits the quadrant. We're talking about a strong woman. We're talking about a strong woman from a particular background, and she does an outstanding job early on in what I've seen of this show. I'm reminded again and again of the the Kevin Feige comment. Kevin Feige, of course, the the head of uh, Marvel Studios, the film end, uh, who doesn't have a whole lot to do with Marvel TV. But I think his point is a good one, which is who wants to see Iron Man 5, 6, and 7? And thank goodness we have characters like Misty Knight and shows like Luke Cage where we get to get different perspectives. Because honestly, who wants who wants 10 seasons of, of the same? Let, let, let's mix it up here. And uh, Pete, speaking of mixing things up here, there's, uh, and I, I don't know if we're about to en- enter slight spoiler territory. I know I, as somebody who maintains my spoiler purity, I had a little difficult reading over the notes for this next thing here, but I'm going to go for it anyway, Pete. <laughs> I want the spoiler-free army to stay with me here. Let's talk episode titles. And at first I was like, ah, episode titles, who cares? But... The showrunner, Chio Hadari Coker, explains, I wanted the 13 episodes to feel like an album. Like when Prince put out an album, you would shut things out and listen to the whole thing. But now with TV, you binge watch. This show is made to binge. The music helps, but it's all about the pace. So, Pete, are you ready to share with us some episode titles? I am. I can give you the first four. Fire away. The pilot is also called Moment of Truth. The second episode, Code of the Streets, Matt. Ooh, okay, okay. Taking it to the streets. The third asks the rhetorical question, who's going to take the weight? That's weight, of course, W-E-I-G-H-T. And finally, step into, or step in the arena. Ooh, all, all exciting titles there. None too... 
too ruinous. Certainly none of them, you know, uh, Daredevil dies in this episode or anything kind of too <laughs> too too clear like that. So uh, now, listen, so- things are in flux. I can tell you that much. There was changes to the Jessica Jones, uh, aka um, titles, uh, done throughout in the time that the first couple went out to uh, the press, and when they ultimately. Uh, aired on Netflix. So there is certainly that possibility. I I did want to follow up with what you were saying before. I just think you you talk about the, the different area that we're getting into in the, in the Marvel, um, you know, Netflix universe and, and Iron Man five and, you know, Captain America 54, um, without the success of those other projects, a, a, completely different and just I I hate to emphasize again authentic product like this doesn't happen they're wise to explore new areas instead of just retreading a formula and you know we hear about it all the time Matt we podcast these TV shows and movies we hear about superhero fatigue and a product like this, you don't get tired of. Hey, there you go. That's the. Can any more enthusiastic thing be said about sixty days out? I I think not. It's uh, it certainly is an exciting time to be uh, to be watching Marvel on Netflix, to be uh, to be uh, watching Marvel in general, and uh, certainly to be podcasting it. Uh, of course, uh, we will. Do another preview episode for Luke Cage, probably in about a month's time, probably early September. If there's any breaking news between then and now, or between our, our next preview and when the series drops, we'll certainly uh, we'll certainly update the podcast feed as well. Whether you're listening to the uh, the Luke Cage podcast by Fantastic Geek feed, or of course uh, everything that we do ends up on the Pop Culture Podcast by Fantastic Geek feed. So. Uh, in a minute, we'll uh, we'll share all the contact info if you'd like more info on that. But uh, I guess certainly, Pete, it might, it might be a month until we talk Luke Cage again. But uh, you could feel the uh, you could feel the the anticipation rising. Yes, Matt. And one of the things that uh, you help us and you help other people find us is when you leave a review on iTunes. We have three. So far, as of this recording, but apparently three is not enough to trigger the little rating stars just yet. Uh, So if you would kindly, and our listeners have always uh, helped us out in the past, go on there, say a little something about this. Uh, Doesn't have to be positive. We prefer the positive, obviously. Um, But obviously, that's going to help us uh react obviously to uh what you give us that's going to help other people find us as again fantastic geek is uh with its family of podcasts the only uh podcast source for every single show in the marvel cinematic universe nobody else does all of it we do it all and, of course, uh, that effort is made possible by uh, those of you helping us out on Patreon.com slash FantasticGeek. And uh, if you uh, check out that website, you'll see some uh, some ways we 
we give our thanks uh, as you help with the uh, the storage and bandwidth and techity tech stuff that does uh, does incur some cost along the way. And uh, certainly, big thanks to all our uh, our Patreon pals who uh, not only make make the new episodes possible, but uh, allows the old episodes to have their their home online in the Matrix or or whatever the constructed reality <laughs> is that we're living in. So, thank you, uh, Patreon pals. Absolutely. Well, Pete, with that, the best part of any podcast, at least that's what I hear, is at least that's what I hear from you. Uh, anyhow, is when people find out how they can get in touch with you, how can people do so? You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J, Ketelar, K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R, 8,121 followers. Can't be wrong. While I am personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, you can be in touch with the podcast in a whole host of ways. Pete mentioned one way, which is uh, getting in touch there with the iTunes reviews. But we are Fantastic Geek. That is fantastic with the P and the H. Uh, if you search iTunes for Fantastic Geek, you'll find all that we do. But if you want to share f- uh, feedback in other ways, we're Fantastic Geek on the dot com, the Gmail, the Twitter, the Instagram. Is there anything else, Pete? Facebook.com forward slash fantastic geek with the PH all one word. You click that little thumbs up today and we will fist bump you with information for all eternity. Well, again, we'll uh, we'll be talking more Luke Cage certainly in about a month's time and maybe sooner if there's some uh, some sizzling details uh, before then. So until then, I will say bye bye. And I will say I'm the power man, the one and only.